welcome to a very special episode of Funny Looks featuring the legend that is John Agasild. What's up, John? Hi, Amelia. Thank you very much for having me on the podcast. John has like the coolest style. We talk about clothes all the time. I've been so excited to get him on the show. So I'll go through. I decided that even though this is the this is an audio podcast, I would wear I would wear what I would traditionally wear to a gig because I thought that'd be a good starting talking point. So I'm wearing a grey button down shirt um, that I quite like because it has like a couple of little bits, like the bottom button has like a little red bit, um, and I'm wearing some blue like navy blue chinos, some green Uniqlo socks. Well, the top is like an Oliver Spencer shirt. It's folk trousers, which I wouldn't recommend you buy because the, bot, the button popped off on them. Uh, and green Uniqlo socks and some Nike. I don't know what these are, but they're sort of like cream oh. with like a brown. And like uh, then they've got a hot pink I had sort of those shoes. on the tongue. But just like a sort of typical runner. Nike um, Air Vortex. I think they're maybe like Vortex or Pegasus. Ooh. Something like that. And I'm enjoying wearing a watch that isn't a Casio a lot just now. <laughs> um, and it's, it's, so it's like a, it's a nice, I wanted like a watch with a blue face on it. So it's got a blue face and a brown strap. And your, your watch strap color should always match your belt. Which, which is like a very like it's a like a very very old sort of like men's weary rule, but and your and your belt should match the color of your shoes if you're wearing like dress shoes. But that's okay because I'm I've got a brown swoosh on this and I've got a brown belt. But I quite I, I quite like I quite like old sort of rules like that because then you notice that like when you sort of break like obviously like rules are meant to be broken and sometimes in style and stuff like that. But sometimes it looks better if you just obey those things. But I, I was quite glad to be able to wear like something that I would t- typically gig in because it just feels quite good to like wear, like sort of switch things up in lockdown. Lockdown looks, yeah. I think maybe like the first couple of days because. I like our, my workplace closed and I was like, oh, this is, un- it's quite nice to wear casual clothes and stuff like that. And you kind of got excited at being able to wear, like I, I work in an office where it is sort of traditional dress, like shirts, trousers and like smart, smart, uh, like work clothes. Um, so I was like, oh yeah, it'll be nice to wear casual clothes. But then I was like, oh, I'll, I want to be very comfy, so I was wearing like trackies and like a t-shirt and a hoodie because you want to be very comfortable. But then it did get like, how long have I been wearing this hoodie for? <laughs> like, I haven't showered in a few days. Casually, I will occasionally like wear a wear a shirt. And it just sometimes feels a bit nicer for like me to like be wearing a shirt during lockdown because you just feel like it breaks it, bre- it breaks things up. But I'm a believer like 
like you like look look good and that'll make you that'll make you feel better clothes can make you feel good and provide a source of entertainment or a great joy for me is going through your wardrobe and finding a new combination like a, a new combination of, of stuff without having to buy something new that's mm-hmm. really funny you're like oh this goes with this and it prom- and it did all along and yeah so that's so that's fun so i did get a notification on my astrology app that said plan a new outfit today like last week <laughs> so i was like i should do that today that's what i might try and do because i've been doing a lot of clearing out of clothes as well um which has kind of been like when was the last time i wore this can i remember that no then i'll pro- then i'll get then i'll get rid of it how much stuff um, have you actually thrown away um maybe like 10 items of clothing wow 10, 10 maybe 10 to 15 let's talk about something important polo shirts like i think like when i wear them i feel hot and i feel powerful and like not in a super obvious way like there's just something about polo shirts which I think they're just so iconic mm-hmm. so like I love wearing them on stage but do you ever wear polo shirts on stage or do you just normally wear like a sort of smarter even smarter shirt I am like starting to build up a little collection of like Lacoste polo shirts <gasps> there's like a dream of mine if I was rich and rich to me is earning 30,000 pounds a year <laughs> like that's too like <laughs> like if I, was rich, if I was rich and by rich i meant having the average income of somebody my age who doesn't do stand-up comedy um uh then i would have like a, a lacoste polo in every color so cool that would be a that would be a dream because then that would and and there that seems like kind of lame even though i don't think it is at all but it helps it helps you put something together very quickly if you have a lot of stuff in colors. And you were talking about polo shirts, and I remember, and you have had looks in the past that have kind of been like mod adjacent. Is that fair? Oh my God. I love that you've said mod adjacent on this show. I wish I could just have that as the theme tune. Like, just like you saying that. Oh, I when love the bob it. Was ar- when the bob was around. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> I was like really obsessed with like Fred Perry polos and like I was listening to a lot of Northern Soul as well. Sure, of course. Well, and I was that... like obsessed with guys that would wear parkas, but like I don't know if I wanted to date them or to be them. That's the thing, is like right. when I saw these guys with these haircuts and their polos, I was like, that's fucking hot. And then I was like, actually maybe I want to be them, you know? So I actually... Yeah. Do I want to get Do I want to get on one of these guys or do I want to get on a Lambretta scooter? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, a polo shirt for me is a bit more casual than, like, a button-down shirt. And, like, I would put that on to feel a bit smarter. And I would wear that at a gig. I just live in scotland so and i get quite cold so i would wear like a long sleeve shirt a lot or like i will maybe put like a cardigan on top of a shirt or a polo yeah. shirt that's a bit sm- smarter um but what was my point 
Um, but yeah, I, so I do kind of like pre uh, like preppy sort of, sort of styles. But um, the reason I would often like wear shirts and polo shirts are nice, I guess, because they're quite plain in them in themselves. And I like to wear quite very plain stuff on stage because what about what you wear on stage is so much about how much your how much material you're giving the audience about what to think what to think of you before you've said anything and i don't know if it's like a sort of i don't know if it's me not committing or something but i like to dress quite plainly so that nobody can make a single assumption about me and just so that i can so that it's not like you know i'm not coming out wearing a fucking jay and silent bob t-shirt and being like you guys smoke weed so i was really stoned the other night oh my god and then people would be like oh okay but so you're saying that like i guess we're like fred perry that's got like the more like mod yeah thing thing to it that is that's like to, to quote rupaul like we're born the the rest is drag that like if you put on something like a Fred Perry top then you're like you are obviously like thinking about subcultures and you're like oh I'm adopting the attitude of yes of mod of northern soul of and northern I was soul. and that and that does give you that does give you a certain confidence when I wear a Fred Perry polo I normally have a good gig Lacoste polos would you say they were slightly more of a sophisticated preppy they, energy than like <laughs> yeah, I think they've got a bit more of a preppiness to them, which I do quite like. I love, I have like graphic t-shirts that I wear and I, and I like, but I wouldn't like go out on a stage personally wearing like like a Stevie Wonder t-shirt because in case people are like, oh, you like Stevie Wonder, I don't like that. Or I don't like that about him or like yeah. anything like that because... But, and that's maybe just like a self-esteem thing or that I just don't trust these, I just don't trust audiences. I think um, it's like you can control the narrative more. Like, do you know what I mean? It's almost like the equivalent of, you know, Kylie Jenner. She hid her pregnancy until she gave birth. Like, uh, yeah. this, that's like what you're doing. <laughs> by, by, just doing by just dressing really plain. And like... Yeah going on stage so when you give birth to your material like you control the narrative nobody's like judging you for a wow true but yeah I, so I do like to because I don't really like I, I listen to I listen to uh, uh, the podcast that you when that Phil that Phil was on where he talked about how he kind of felt like he needed to be he needed to dress a bit all in order for people to sort of yeah like be like okay this is to expect something different and obviously i respect his choices to do that but i don't consider myself like a capital a alternative comedian but i think there's almost something quite funny about being maybe being a bit more al like alternative like but looking quite plain clothes like i even like in a blurb this is so lame but, <laughs> but in a bio I'm working on just now. <laughs> I love it. But, but it, like, I've been trying to, because I was writing bios for fucking festivals and stuff, um, I wrote plain clothes alternative comedian. Yes, like, I like, love that. Just, just to kind of be like, 
uh, like it's almost in, in not like in disguise or whatever, but um, but I just like to sort of like dress a bit smarter and that makes me feel that makes me kind of like feel confident and presentable i guess maybe it's not it's not like confident because because i don't always feel confident before i go on stage um and i don't really know what outfit i would wear when i to go out on a stage feeling very confident but it makes me feel presentable and i think that's the important thing for me to be like right i'm presentable i'm good enough to be in front of this audience and i'm comfortable so that i'm not distracted by uh, something that's going to distract myself from the material and it's not going to distract the audience from the material uh, as well but that's uh that's for me and then i guess the other thing is that like because i like work like i say like i said in an office environment i'll go from work to gigs so i'll maybe like have like a sort of casual shirt on under a jumper that i'm wearing at work and then jeans like dark dark jeans in a bag with trainers or like I'll wear black Doc Martens at work to wear at, at the gig of the evening. But then if I'm, if I don't have time to go home or whatever in between. Um, so some, but then the, like the worst case scenario is work, wearing work clothes at a gig, <laughs> <'Cause then> I <laughs> looked, which I did, which I had to do, which I had to do uh, like, I think, <laughs> At some point last year, because was I at that gig? I, my, I feel I like left I my keys. I, I saw I you, and I was, and because you, because you just kind of feel like you look like you've just come from your work, and then you feel like a bit less legit <laughs> mm-hmm. as as a as a comedian. So I think yeah, like when I when I think about what I'm going to wear, it's more like it's it's about like having something that's plain, <laughs> yeah. um, but. And, and something that I'm comfortable and comfortable uh, pre- presenting in. But I do like, I, I consider about putting, putting stuff together that just like looks present, presentable, I guess, is the main thing. Do you think like when you say you want to look presentable, that you want to look like you've made more of an effort than the audience? Like you want to look like slightly higher status than what the audience is wearing? Not, not quite, no. Um, I just want to look like I've, I want to look like I've made an effort, like I've made a bit of an effort. Like, yeah. I, I would I like to wear like a t-shirt, like when I'm doing a gig, like if that made me comfortable? Yeah, like totally. But I don't want to look like I'm not, uh, like make it, making an effort. Um, also if people are like going out and it's their night out, people will have made an effort to put something on, to go out. I want to meet that expectation, <laughs> expectation, um, and like dress for just dress for the occasion, I mm-hmm. guess. And um, but it's not about like sort of to feel better than the audience. I guess that's where like you know pros that wear suits and stuff comes in, where they're like, I am in absolute like control. Like I think there's like a. It's on the Good One podcast. John Mulaney talks about like when he started to, when he moved from wearing like a plaid shirt to like wearing suits because he was headlining clubs and he was like, I look like I could just be any person in the audience that's just got up on stage. Wow. So it's like I wanted to like assert a bit of uh, status. So I guess like maybe feeling a bit, 
I don't want to feel better than the audience, but I feel like just, well, being on stage and not in the audience sets yourself apart enough. Present, presentability, I think, is the main thing. I, don't, I think that's, I don't know if that's kind of like a, not like a childish thing, but like, yeah, just this sort of like looking good and like that giving you self, self like a bit of self-confidence. Yeah, definitely. Presentability is the key. Yeah. I would like enjoy maybe wearing something a bit more like that was a bit more fun. Like I get like because I don't th- feel like I'm wearing stuff that's very like fun a lot of the time. Um, there was like there is the thing of like oh like dress like Louis C like look like absolute shit on stage like because like presentation doesn't matter but like a lot of people like do think like oh it doesn't fucking matter what I wear because you know I'm so great (laughs) yeah I don't I don't need to wear anything when I'm you know dropping all these truth bombs (laughs) (laughs) that's fucking so true just sometimes when you are getting dressed but not like even for a gig but just like to go and do something and you're just like taking your taking the taking those pairs of trousers off for the second time <laughs> change them for a different pair of trousers and you're just like oh my god i'm pathetic <laughs> but that matters to that matters to me and i uh, and it matters to it matters to other people and people do people do judge you like very 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 quickly and i just i like i just factor that factor that in yeah you're giving you're not giving people any room to really judge you like by wearing something that you've put together but is presentable yet quite like (laughs) low-key do you ever like um change up what you're wearing for like for example for like a weekend gig or a new material night or your the gig that you run for example like do you ever put on something a bit special for your gig or change it up well uh when i do uh, more weekend gigs i'll tell you how i dress (laughs) but um like i don't all like honestly i don't gig all that much at weekends but i would dress like i would dress a bit smarter because people are out at the weekend so they are going to be dressed up a bit smarter so i'm meeting so i'm trying to dress for the occasion a bit more i will kind of just do that across most gigs but i guess like at vision board i might wear something that's a bit more fun that i think that if i'm like in front of an audience of people that are like more my age and my like peers or whatever then i will feel like i'm in a place where i'm going to be less judged for having like that shoe trouser combination i guess i love that though that your gig brings like a certain demographic and like a lot of your friends and people that have similar interests similar values and that that idea that you can like be more authentic in that space is really nice yeah yeah and I although think- that, there is an irony that sometimes you might be at a gig and you'll see people in the audience and you'll be like they're dressed like fucking trash <laughs> <laughs> like wow like replay jeans damn (laughs) i'm wearing some right now no i'm not i'm not i'm not not. like yeah um which is super and that's me being super judgmental so if i am a person who's judging other people on how they dress i 
then of course, then other people are probably going to judge me on how I dress. That's so funny because I think we both. I'm like, quite well. I'm, I'm quite aware of that. Yeah, but I think it's funny that we both judge other people. So we assume that they're judging us, right? So we're dressing yeah. to kind of like combat any judgments. Like, okay, we're batting them away. We're batting the judgments away. Don't judge <laughs> me, man. But like people that aren't as judgy as us don't spend as much effort trying to like combat judgments because it just doesn't go into their head that they're going to be judged because yeah. they're not horrible pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> main point that, I w- that we were kind of like talking about is just the like trying to like sec weirdly like the irony of like trying to second guess other people's prejudices about you and you have a prejudice about them that they are going to be prejudiced against you <laughs> which is everyday life but also but especially when you're like how you're going to present yourself when you are pre- like doing a performative thing in front of people where people are going to judge you the most difficult thing about it is and i think that's the whole thing maybe like about this podcast um is that like it is a combination of casual and uniform (laughs) yeah and and you're trying to find the balance between it that you feel prepared to perform an activity which is what uniform is whether you're a firefighter or uh I don't know. Something Can't else. Give any other job. A butcher, a butcher, a nurse, or whatever. You know, you've got a uniform, so you're in that yeah. mood. But because this isn't really a discipline <laughs> or a or a serve or it's a service that is, it's an art form, but it's not like a service that has a specific uniform that you yeah. you have to like make it up yourself. Yeah. So it's 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 striking that balance, and that's. And that's uh, that's difficult. That's difficult. Would you agree? Yeah, I think <laughs> I that, just went on a lot. I, I just think went that's on a lot. like that. Yeah, that just like sums up the whole podcast. John is a genius. Yeah. Basically, yeah, trying to like second guess other people. Comedy is just trial and error with material, and it's also trial and error with outfits and. When you find are a huge part of trial and <laughs> there are photos of the, <laughs> there is we all if you're a comedian you all you have a set of yourself that you've recorded that you've never want you never want to listen to again and you have a photo of yourself with a bad outfit that you never want to look at again. Oh my god I've got so many memories from comedy that I wish that I could forget. Okay so to just to end then What's the, what's the photo that you, is it like an outfit that you're wearing on stage? Oh my God. The outfit I regret the most that I've worn on stage is this. And it's a, and I'll find it and then I'll do a reveal and then uh, we'll talk about it. Okay. Okay, so this, this is from, to give you the context for the gig, this is when I first did stand up before I, before I quit when I was 21 and then started again when I was like 24 but this was like when I was like 19 or 20 and I like was doing awful bad bad stand-up wasn't like working on material thought that like being loud was like important I was like loud and like obnoxious and I can't I, imagine I, I would do I would do like 
I would do like new material all the time. So this is a comedy <laughs> competition that the Sun newspaper did in association with some brewery and it was called Take the Mic, right? And this is me doing the Aberdeen heat for it, right? And in the Sun, the Sun newspaper interviewed me for it before and then they reported on the heat that it, like after it and they said, John Ag this is the review, John Agasold, a media student, performed the worst on the night because I really oh, did. And, and this is the outfit from, this is the outfit from uh, that gig. Uh, and it really screams uh, early 2010s doing stand-up for the first time, uh, like early days of stand-up. <laughs> I can't believe that. So we'll talk through the outfit. I mean, God knows what shoes I had on. Um, but I Why have... do people think that a blazer <laughs> over a T-shirt is a thing? Who did that? I mean, Who started I mean, yeah, that some trend? Some people still do. Who started that trend? Um, so we'll talk through the outfit. So I've got grey <laughs> jeans on. I have got a belt that is too long for me. So it's doing that really hot thing of like the end of the belt dangling down. Um, I am wearing a t-shirt that is from the uh, sort of nerd t-shirt brand Threadless, where they sort of do like movie references and drawings on t-shirts and this is like two crayons that are supposed to be like the the guys from reservoir dogs and then over that i have a black blazer <laughs> and i have black specs I, I have black ralph lauren glasses on and um i have brown hair which i don't have anymore now you have cool gray now i have gray hair Oh. So that was, uh, I'm going to stop sharing the screen for you there, <laughs> but that was... I love it. So it's that, just so... That's just the worst the... outfit that I think I've ever worn on stage. It's the best. It's like so funny because you just wouldn't wear anything like that now. John is a cool guy. He's so fucking cool. Yeah, well, thank you so much for coming on the show. We really got to the bottom of the issue at hand and I just feel next level obsessed with stage clothes now. Well, thanks very much for having me on. It was a lot of, it was a lot of fun. It was the most fun I've had on, it was one of the most fun I've had on our podcast, definitely. Oh wait, do you have any plugs? No. <laughs> um, you, can follow, you can follow me on Twitter at John Agasild. J-O-H-N-A-G-G-A-S-I-L-D. Or on Instagram, Faux Disney. It's like yeah, the best yeah, 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 Instagram yeah. handle ever. But, I, but, I, uh, but yeah, on Twitter, that's probably where I'll post about gigs eventually. Yeah. And um, but yeah, I've got nothing to plug. I, I co-host a, co a show once every three or four months with Jeremy Flynn called Vision Board at the Flying Duck. And we'll, put, and we'll do one. Uh, again, like in 2021, and yeah. I'll be—I'll do like a show after this. But that's it. So you could find. So I'll post about that on Twitter. Yeah. So definitely check out John Agasild on Twitter, and uh, check out his show Vision Board that he runs with Gemma Flynn. That will be back in 2021, baby. See you next time, motherfuckers. <laughs> Is that a good way of ending it? <laughs> That's great, yeah.